Hello and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. There's all kinds of family, we chose this one. This is episode 108, You Are My Lifespan, Chapter 6. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And Joe, before we get into this episode, before yes. we introduce our special guest, before yes. we talk about what happened last chapter, today, as this episode comes out, July 14th, is a special day. Why? Today, <laughs> today is Brian O'Connor's birthday. Boy, do we have a little surprise for you in this chapter of You Are My Lifespan. Then. Not Paul Walker's birthday, mind you, but Brian O'Connor's birthday. It's like, it's I have perfect. a calendar, I literally have a calendar of friends' birthdays so I can remember to say happy birthday to them. And on that calendar is also Brian O'Connor's birthday. And I was like, oh! Is on a Tuesday. Perfect. So happy birthday, How Brian O'Connor. Happy birthday. So in the role tonight, you've heard him on this episode, this this show before, in lap, ooh, what was it, six? No, no not I six. Lap four? four? Lap four, four on the Fast Five episode. You may remember him on from the Au Pair episode. He came on with his <laughs> PSLF Hoffman, his Hoffbro, Brian Rodriguez. We have with us tonight in the part of the aforementioned Brian O'Connor, birthday boy himself, Kyle Reinfried. Hello, Kyle. Hey, what's happening, guys? Kyle, these are my favorite episodes of Too Fast, <laughs> and I don't think you know why. To make this even more special for Joe, I need you to not only embody Brian O'Connor, but Brian O'Connor on his birthday. Yes, yes, you need to remember it is your birthday today. We, okay. we, brought, in, we brought in Kyle because he's the foodie films man himself, and you will see why shortly. Last chapter, Ellie... And Johnny Tran had some hot, steamy sex. They agreed to have lunch with Mia Toretto, and that's where we left off. Wonderful. And this is, I think, maybe the first chapter she did not introduce. This is, again, written by Lunar She-Wolf, that she did not do in all capital letters. It is bold to set it off, but sorry for the really late update, but between school and two jobs, it has been crazy. Anyways, here is the next chapter. Giving me a nod, he climbed out of bed. Come on, then. Let take a shower and head out. Not having to be told twice, I ran past him and into the bathroom. Laughing, he followed me, her grabbing some towels on the way in. We grab breakfast and spend the morning just strolling through the city. I would drag him into every store that caught my eye, although I knew he hated it. Johnny never complained, not once. It was around 12 when I got a call from Mia telling me she was at the restaurant. Johnny was a bit nervous, but mostly he was agitated. Before entering the restaurant, I pulled his head down, giving him a quick but passionate kiss. That seemed to do the trick as I noticed him become less tense. Grabbing his hand, I pulled him in, spotting Mia quickly, I dragged Johnny behind me. Reaching the table, I frowned at seeing Brian there as well, Johnny tensed beside me. Mia? I looked at Brian, then to her and back. He wanted to come. Mia shrugged. Rolling my eyes, I slid into the booth, followed by my man. Whatever. I turned to towards Johnny. You want to order? Sure. Raising his hand, he waved the waitress over. Can I have two sprites and two burgers? No mustard, pickles, or onions on one of them? Thank you. Mia gave her order next, followed by Brian. So now that we are here, I have one question. Mia began. Is this some sort of payback for what Dom did to your sister? Johnny clenched his jaw. No. Listen, I know you and your entire family hate me, and I don't blame you, but I would never do anything that will cause your sister any harm. I love her too much for that. He leaned forward. Know this. Nothing and no one will ever remove me from Elizabeth's side. The only way that would happen is if I were dead. We will tell Dom when the time comes, but we would appreciate if you could keep quiet for a bit longer. I sat beside him, biting to keep my lip for giggling. Brian was tensed as if this bugged him somehow. 
Mia took a deep breath. Like I told Ellie, this... She gestured between us. ...is a mistake. One that will lead to a much bigger war between you and Dom. Two, it will end badly. You know it, and I know it, but she is my sister, and I will do what I can to keep her happy at the moment. She narrowed her eyes. But you hurt her? Cause her cry? Or even sniffle? I will end you. Johnny held back a chuckle as he gave her a stiff nod. Very well. I sighed, grabbing his hand and entwining our finger. I leaned up towards his ear. That went well. Giving me a smile, Johnny kissed me. Told you so. Mia groaned. Please not in front of me. Placing my hand on the back of Johnny's neck, I pulled him in for a deep kiss, smirking at the gag Mia gave. Pulling back, I nibbled on his lower lip before turning to Mia. Sorry, did you say something? You are so lucky we are in public at the moment. Mia grumbled. Chuckling, I turned my gaze to Brian. So, Brian, how did you end up in Dom's crew? It just sorts of happened. I was racing Dom and lost. He gave me a speech as to why I lost and why I wasn't able to beat him. Cops showed up. I found him running through the streets from the cops. We had a small encounter with some friends of his, which cost him his car. I brought him home and was just taken in. Brian kept his eyes on Johnny as is they knew each other. I snorted. Yeah, that's Dom for you. Always taking in strays. Mia kicked me under the table, giving me a be nice look. Ow! I then thought back to his words. What friends? Brian frowned. What? You said Dom and you had an encounter with some of his friends, which cost you your car? Which friends? I didn't miss the way Johnny tensed beside me. Johnny? Tran sighed, putting his cup of juice on the table. It was the night after I saw you. After Lance's argument with that dot. I nodded, remembering. I was mad, so when I spotted him and Dom driving through my turf... I had them follow me. Dom still owes me a car, so when I asked whose car it was, they began pinning it on each other, saying it was the others. Anyways, that just made my mood worse, so I jumped onto my bike and took off. But? I knew there was more. There always was. I returned. Lance and I shot the car up and took off. His voice was barely audible, a little amusement and shame in his tone. I nodded softly, taking a deep breath. You shot his car up? He nodded, smiling when I began laughing. Ellie, that is not funny. Mia scowled. I raised a hand, trying to compose myself. I'm sorry, but it kind of is. I mean, this is the Johnny Tran I know, and hearing him do something like that just amuses me. I quickly sobered up at the glare she was giving me. All right, geez, no need to get all moody. I turned to Johnny. Bad Johnny. Mia rolled her eyes while Tran smiled. Johnny glanced at Brian. What do you do? What do you mean? For a living? Johnny grumbled. I couldn't help but smile and be a little shocked. The tone he was using was the same one he used on his sister's boyfriends. Was he looking out for Mia? Or was he just trying to uh, get a read on the man? Brian shrugged. I work in an auto shop. He then leaned forward. If you need anything, just let me know. Johnny pinned him with a fierce look. Stop right there. I have my own supplier. And when Ellie is with me, I don't speak of my doings. Afraid she won't like what she'll see? Brian teased. Looking at Mia, I warned her to reel her man back. Johnny clenched his jaw, letting a chuckle out. She knows what I do, as well as she knows what Dom and his crew do. What I don't want is her involved with any of it. For my part, the only ones who can know of my relationship are my crew and family. No one from outside knows. He turns to Mia. Can that be said about you all? Before Mia could respond, I jumped in. Let's talk about something else. Please? Johnny looked to me, giving me a small nod. Mia, did Dom say anything about letting me get a job? For the past year, I've been wanting to get a job, but Dom had been reluctant to let me. For some reason, he preferred to have me locked in the house or helping Mia at the shitty place he calls Food Shack. I mean, no one even went to the damn place. No, he hasn't. Dom just wants you safe. 
He has many people that would love to hurt him through his family. He just wants you safe, Mia said. I just scoffed, smiling as Johnny wrapped his arm around me. Mia stared at us for a moment. Grabbing trans juice, I raised an eyebrow. What? Have you had sex with him? Mia blurted. I spat my juice out. Mia! What the hell? Johnny handed me a napkin as he cleaned the table. You seriously have bad timing! So is that a yes? Clearly not caring, she almost made me choke on the juice. I sighed with an eye roll. Yes, Mia. We have slept together already. In fact, the night you so rudely interrupted, we were- Stop! She yelped, raising her hand in a stop gesture. I don't want to know details. Thank you very much. I just shrugged. You asked. Grabbing Johnny's hand, I looked at his watch. Holy shit, we've been here for three hours. As much fun as this has been, we must really be going. Johnny and I were going to have dinner with his family, which means we still have to get ready for it. Grabbing my jacket and bag, I stood, followed by my man. Leaning over, I gave Mia a kiss on the cheek. I'll see you tonight, and thank you, Mia. I know how much you hate this, so thank you, really. You are my sister, Ellie, and I will do everything I can to make sure you are happy even if that means having to deal with him. Mia glared at Johnny, making me smirk. Be careful. Giving her a small nod, I turned to leave. Johnny followed for a bit, then stopped, turning around back to Mia. Thank you. Walking back to me, he didn't see the surprised look on my sister's face. That gave me hope, hope that this might actually work out for everyone. End of chapter. So now, Kyle, a very important question for you. Actually, I have two very important questions. I'll ask the first one first. In the hallowed history of famous food scenes and scenes set at restaurants, where is this rank? <laughs> How does this compare to all of the great cinematic food scenes that you have covered in your show? This is a three-hour s- diner scene, though. I have so many questions. Mind. Why are they at a diner for three hours before their next plans are going to dinner? After they eat breakfast? After they eat breakfast? <laughs> this is your kind of movie. Well, I mean, <laughs> this you know, is. Kyle, you know that, like, sometimes, you know, you and Mansi have talked about diner. You just, like, you know, you go to a diner, you lose all sense of time. Yeah, just that's just, true. Like, when you're with friends, when you're with family... Just time gets a. Time well, that's the away. Olive Garden. That's yeah, the Olive Garden. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get lost in there. I can't get out. My second question for you, Kyle, is you've podcasted with him hundreds of times. What is it like to finally feel like you're you're Brian? <laughs> <laughs> Different Brian. Different I, Brian. I, I like to think same, the same Brian. I think that no, I like to say that the same Brian. Brian would Brian. not be Brian O'Connor. I don't know who Brian would be in the Fast and Furious. Who would he be in You Are My Lifespan of the four characters you know? On the quiz, he got Roman, which makes sense. And Kyle got Suki, for, for, if anybody forgot. Kyle got Suki, which doesn't make any sense, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't make any sense, but I'll take it. Out of these four characters, who would he be? Yeah, is he like the one making out? Is he the one <laughs> asking weird questions? Is he playing it cool? He's asking, oh, he is 100% asking weird questions. Brian Brian is the king of scenarios and like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That tracks. No doubt. No doubt about it. What I love, what I actually genuinely love about this is that this feels like the first time in six chapters that we actually reference a thing that happened in the movie. That like we I actually agree. We, we reference the end of the scene after the first race where Brian picks up exactly. Dom, Dom picking up strays. I think that's like that's a line from Cha Cha Cha, I think, right? Where it's Yeah. And I think that it's really cool to get the perspective of like Ellie was there at the time, but we don't see her. And we spin it and have Johnny Tran and Brian telling Dom's story without him being there and with a Dom's new story. That didn't exist. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So, exactly. Kyle, what you did not know, what we did not really tell you beforehand, we, we only very briefly told you, is that the main character in this in this story is Ellie Toretta, who is a 
fictional sister, as far as we know, fictional sister okay. of Dom and Mia. It's become what I clear. do love, and yeah. I don't know if we've ever really talked about to any great shakes, is that we did not know that there was a third Toretto sibling, and now in Fast 9, John Cena plays yeah. Jacob, Dom's brother. Yeah. So she, she saw another sibling <laughs> that we didn't see. It just happened to not be. Imagine, imagine if there was an Ellie Toretto. Like, it, I would lose my mind. I would be so excited. Maybe John Cena's name is Ellie. We don't know. You or... can't see Ellie. Oh. <laughs> That's why she's not there, because you can't see you her. You can't see her. She, John Cena's actually playing Ellie. Isn't John Cena, like, a spy? Like, a super spy or something? Like, isn't he, like, Everyone's amazing? Everyone's spy. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it seems like that was, like, his profession for a while now, versus just, like, stealing cars in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I think so. <laughs> I'm sorry, stealing DVD players and yes, all that. Yes, thank you. Yes. <laughs> what I what I also love about this is that Dom apparently refers to Toretto's Marketing Cafe as Food Shack. Food Shack, <laughs> yes. yeah. I do love Food Shack. I love a good Food Shack or the Food Shacker. <laughs> but the the other thing of note in this is that this is something that, you know, Alex Ellen had written in about. And I don't remember is Alex the one who doesn't I think a few people probably don't listen to these episodes, but if you're listening, Alex, you wrote in about how you had tweeted years ago and you finally were able to send in a tweet when we covered that minute that Mia Toretto puts out on the first date. Here, we have Mia talking down to Ellie for already sleeping with Johnny Tran. I think she's... Which, if the timeline's congruent, which it is, then she's probably already slept with Brian. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's... She's just whore-shaming her sister when she's doing the same thing. I think it's, like, the same thing you know, that, like, you always rail against the things that you hate about yourself. And yeah. so I think she probably... She might mm. hate herself for having slept with Brian already. And so she's, you know, mad at Ellie for doing the same. Yeah. Also, Ellie's probably, it seems like, so, like, if Mia is 22, 23-ish, maybe, if even, or 20, like, Ellie's younger, right? So maybe it's just, like, why are you having sex already at 16 or 17? Do we have a sense? I think so. How old is Ellie? Do we know? We, I don't think we officially know. I'm 19 years old. Okay. My name is Elizabeth Toretto, <laughs> youngest sister of Dom and Mia Toretto. I'm 19 years old. I stand at 5'5", five five with my wavy, honey-colored <laughs> hair, which stopped just below my shoulders. I looked a lot like Mia, Fair. some would say, except for the eyes. For some unknown reason, I had light green eyes. Today, I was getting my brand new car. How could you forget the Sorry. opening salvo from chapter one? This is a Johnny OC story. Her hair is even food color. It's honey colored. So it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, so now, Kyle, you see why Joe wanted you on this chapter. This seems so real in the author's mind that she's coming to grips with like wanting to get a job. But I think at the time, the author probably wasn't allowed to get a job for some reason. Uh, you know, because like, Ooh, why is life, life imitates art? Art yeah. imitates life. Yeah. Like, why is Ellie just, like, springing this job thing up in the middle of this conversation? And, like, Mia already works at the food shack. So, like, why doesn't Ellie just go help out at the food shack? But I don't know. And when Johnny was ordering food, who do you think the burger with no mustard, pickles, or onions was for? I like to think that they were both for him. That he's both like, for I, him, but it's just like <laughs> one's one's just like a palate cleanser burger, and one, yeah. yeah, I get it because he just appreciates the meat at at the shack at the food. He shack appreciates that much. a good body regardless of the meat, just like <laughs> just like Donald Toretto and Ford. I appreciate a good burger regardless of toppings and condiments. Maybe one's a road burger because that he doesn't want the mustard, the onions, or the pickles to spill on him. I don't. Yeah. It's just like a yeah. dry piece of beef in between two. Yeah, of bread. that's I the best it. road meat. Oh, that sounds bad. 
I don't. I can't believe this is coming up here. But like when my dad got a new car in like the I think it was like the late '90s, and we got McDonald's. He's like, "Whatever you do, don't spill." And immediately, what I did is I opened up a packet of honey mustard, and the whole thing just went face down on the carpet. I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> and like he was like, oh, but like I think even he realized like how because I don't I never did that, and like just the timing of him basically saying like, "Hey." Don't do this thing that's never happened before, and then it's immediately <laughs> happening. Freaked you out, yeah. You, it was, a lot of he was bound to happen. Yeah. 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 Oh god. But, yeah. So I, I get the the benefits of a road burger or whatever you called it, one for the road. Oh. Yeah. Well, speaking of food, uh, this episode comes out on Tuesday. So this past week, you had on Liz Lockman and Susan Feniger, which was a lovely, a wonderful episode. Filmmaker and a chef. They had great banter with oh, one yeah. another. I hope that they do, they do come back for your tortilla soup episode. I think that'd be fun to have them back on that. Yeah, definitely talking with them and would love to have them on. That's what I kind of want to start doing with my first cut guests. Like, I have you on for that, and then I'll have you on, you know, because once I build a little bit of a relationship with you, sure. then we can have some fun movie conversations. And it That's works cool. perfectly with Susan because, like, Roy Choi was for... For Chef, the end-all, yep. be-all film of, like, the existence of my podcast, that's what Susan did for Tortilla Soup. So. I mean, the craziest thing that I remember, the, the craziest, I don't want to say I learned, but I learned from your podcast today was that the first credit that comes up, like, the first, like, the title card in the credits, yeah. the credits is Food by Susan Feniger. It's like, oh, wow. Like, wow. That's okay. so cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were so, and she did, and it's, I, I absolutely, I adore them. They've been together for 25 years. I, I say it in, like, the opening. They've got, like, an Abbott and Costello vibe going on. They're just very... It seems like like an, like an act, but it's just that's how, you know, much they love one another and just are that close of friends, too. Like, they're not just partners. They're best friends. Yeah. Yeah, hearing Liz, Susan not know what, like, credits mean to people <laughs> when you make a movie and to see... Because, I mean, hey, I mean, obviously we all watch plenty of films sometimes you see unit production manager is like the first you know credit to come up well last episode we just talked about script supervisor because we we noticed a huge oh, yeah. continuity gap and i had to call out the two women who were script supervisors on the first movie like we're like hey come <laughs> oh, okay. on, do your job <laughs> that's yeah there you go right there but for uh, liz to point out and it's like yeah that's a big deal it just also goes to show how much tortilla soup like respected yeah what they were showing in that film so i'm excited yeah. to talk that movie someday and talk it with definitely susan i think liz is gonna join us as well cool yes every wednesday at cageclub.me or wherever you find podcasts check out foodie films uh you're closing in on episode 100 i mean we just hit 100 Ooh, html just cool. hit 100 you're gonna hit 100 in uh like this year sometime later this year so that's very exciting yeah if i didn't go to that uh every other week status for a little while would have been there already but it's okay you know it's a it's a it's a slow burn. We're, it's a marathon, you know, not a sprint, baby. A, Amen. Yeah, exactly. But Kyle, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, of course. Thank you. I love love coming on. Would love to be on another, you know, lapse and or an episode someday. So yeah, I mean, this is oh, not exactly. Yeah, this is not like this a, a full <laughs> full guest appearance. But we want to make sure that we do the rounds and make sure that all of our friends are on these episodes because they're just so weird. Yeah. <laughs> so oh yeah. Weird. This was. I was. I'm honored to uh, play Brian O'Connor and of. Of course, you can put on your resume famously. Now. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. I Me and Paul Brian Walker. Yeah, yeah. Add to your IMDb. <laughs> I do have one, so there we go. <laughs> In chapter six of You Are My Lifespan. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I think people have their podcast stuff on. Like some podcasts are on IMDb, so I, that this one isn't because why would it be? But 
you can start it. And then we could have Chris Malika add for Hayes and Brian Silliman add for Hayes. And we're on our way to, to superstardom, Joe. I'm into right. it. Let's do it. Well, Joe, on Friday, our next episode is the getaway. Steve McQueen vehicle, the getaway. And then next mm. week, one week from today, we kick off lap seven with Nico and Kevo, the Let's missing start. pieces slash Letty Ortiz lap. So very, very exciting. I'm excited. I'm very yeah. excited. But for all things Too Fast, Too Forever, you can go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash Too Fast, Too Forever, or at too fast too forever on twitter and instagram email us family at cageclub.me check out our patreon page at too fast too forever.com you still have several days like four or five days to vote on the hall of fame at cageclub.me slash bracket if you want to vote there i'm joey lewandowski i'm joe too and that was kyle reinfried the foodie films man himself and we'll see you next time right here on too fast too forever peace out peace out you anus, anus peacers. Peacers. there's no